0: Welcome to the Curiosity Podcast, a show about everything e-commerce and digital business. The aim is simple, to help you thrive online. And now, your host, Matt Edmondson.
1: Welcome, my fellow e-commerce entrepreneurs. My name is Matt Edmondson, and this show is for those of us who are curious about e-commerce and want to know how to get better at doing digital business. Coming up in today's show, we are going to be talking about email marketing. Oh yes, that magic topic of email marketing. We're going to look at five essential emails that I think you need for any successful e-commerce email marketing campaign. And that is not an easy sentence to say, let me tell you. Uh, You've probably heard it might be dead or even emails dying. It's not the thing anymore, Uh, but that is simply not true. It is very much alive. So we are going to talk about all of that in today's show. I will, of course, put any links that I mention along with the the show notes from today's show uh, on my website, mattedmondson.com, and you can check it all out. So, you know, if you're driving, if you're doing something where you can't actually take notes, head on over to the website, mattedmondson.com, and you can copy them because we'll put them there for you. It's as easy as that. And whilst you're there, make sure you check out the Colab Project. It is really gathering steam now. If you haven't heard about the Colab Project... Um, and if you're new to the show, then check it out at mattedmundson.com. This is where I'm partnering with e-commerce entrepreneurs all around the world to build some amazing new e-commerce websites. So if you want to put something online and you want to partner with me versus going and doing it yourself, well, check it out. You know, it's, uh, it's a really interesting project. We've got three projects or oh, pretty much in the pipeline now. And I'm super, super excited about them. Let me tell you, you're going to hear about them in the coming weeks, that's for sure, as we launch those projects. Um, you're definitely going to want to check it out. So uh, like I say, head on over to Mattedmonds.com I just want to start by saying a big thank you to this show's sponsor, which is the amazing Curious Digital. Um, Curious Digital is an experience-based e-commerce platform, and it's the one that I use to run all of our e-commerce companies—it's um, just such a brilliant platform. Honestly, it is really, really brilliant. If you've ever had that issue where you're on an e-commerce platform and you're like, "Man, this thing—I don't know what—I don't know how to get it to do what I need it to do—I uh, really wish we had some guys that could help us do that." Well, that's what Curious Digital is all about. It takes the 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 amazing world of software as a service. And it adds in the fundamental fun of, um, again, that's just a weird sentence, but the fundamental fun uh, of an agency and draws them both together, ensuring you actually get a phenomenal e-commerce website and experience working with an agency without paying crazy money. So do check it out if you're in the market for a new e-commerce platform. Check out Curious.Digital. That's Curious with a K, not with a C, Curious.Digital. Okay, let's jump into this whole thing about email marketing. Now, this, you know, was one of those things that over the years, I just assumed every e-commerce business was doing, right? I just assumed, rightly or wrongly, that every e-commerce business out there was doing email marketing, right? I don't know why I assume that I just did. And very early on in my uh, coaching and consulting life, um, which I started, you know, a number of years after running my own e-commerce businesses, I started doing more coaching, more consulting. I was surprised. I mean, genuinely gobsmacked by how many companies that I came across that just were not doing email marketing. It really, really shocked me. I remember. The first client that I ever went to, I was doing a consulting project with, and they were a reasonably sized e-commerce business, turning over several million, five or six million dollars online annually. And they're like, you know, we want to grow to the next phase. Matt, come in and do a consulting project with us. Let us know what you think. I'm like, cool. So I went in and um, after about half an hour of having a conversation with various people, went into the CEO's office. Uh, of the company. I said, listen, it's great. You've got a great business here turning over, you know, four or five million online. I reckon in the next 30 minutes, I can give you a strategy which will add a million pounds to your bottom line without any real uh, major effort on your part. Would you be interested in hearing that strategy? Uh, and of course, he was. And so for the next 30 minutes, I explained what that strategy was, and of course, it was email marketing. They just weren't doing it. Now, despite popular belief, email marketing is still the best and most effective marketing channel across all industries. It has the ability to reach out to an audience that is already engaged, right? And it gives businesses a much higher return on investment than any other digital channel. And that's a really important thing, okay? According to an e-marketer study, the average marketing ROI for email is four times higher than any other digital marketing channel at about 122%. Okay, 122%. So that's four times higher than any other marketing channel. Now, before you write to me, and say, Matt, that's not my experience because of dot dot dot. You understand this is an average, right? The bottom line is uh, you can be getting great ROI with Facebook ads. You can be doing paid media. You could be doing SEO. Um, you can have all these strategies, uh, you know, user-generated content, influencer marketing, and all that sort of stuff. And they can be producing great returns for you. And they're fantastic forms of marketing. And you should look at them and invest in them. But the bottom line is. Is you also on top of that should have a good email marketing campaign. As you build your email list, your email marketing should be, you know, just streaming out, really, honestly. Uh, You know, email marketing has evolved from where it was when I started out, you know, back in 2002, which was just, I mean, it was real basic back then. You sent one email and you, you know, you had your whole email list that you emailed in the BCC section of your email program, um, I don't know if you remember that, where you just send one email to like a million people, well, a thousand people, it would take you all afternoon to add everybody's email address, you'd put them all in the BCC, so then no one knew each other's email address, uh, and out it went. Obviously, it's evolved from those days, and thank goodness that it has, right? Um I mean, targeted emails now offer a really high return on investment. Um, But in the age of GDPR, yes, those horrible four letters, GDPR, um, we've got to be much more strategic, right, in order to maximize that return. Uh, It's not like years ago when I could just literally get anybody's email list and email it and it was just, it was what it was and people kind of accepted it. Now you have to jump through 45 different hoops just to get there, Name and address on an email list, but you know what? It is still worth doing it, but doing it right because you definitely want to avoid the multi million euro fines that have been issued because of GDPR breaches, right? So, and this is true even if you're in Europe, if even if you're in the States, you've got to comply with GDPR if you mail anybody in Europe. It's just, it is what it is. So, since I mean, it's really important. To make sure, and actually, I think it's good common sense. Not only do I want to avoid the fines, but as email has evolved and people's time has become more time sensitive, and people have become more anti-spam, taking the time to uh, to woo, for want of a better expression, the person to get their name and email address and give them high quality content, and get their permission to email them and continually email them. Means actually, your email is going to be much more effective rather than if you just blanket spam a whole bunch of people, right? So it makes sense to get their engagement and to get to to get their permission to send them emails. Okay. All of this, of course, is a backdrop to the fact that um, I want to talk about five specific emails that uh, we use really effectively in our email marketing. Okay, I'm going to talk about five specific emails. That we use. But I just wanted to give you a bit of a backdrop. Email marketing is super important. If you're not doing it, you know, slap yourself in the face and get on it. Um, and if you are doing it, how well are you doing it? How well are you engaging people? Make sure you comply with known international laws wherever possible. Just simply get a good audit trail <laughs> would be my top advice for when people subscribe to your email newsletters, okay? Uh, And get people's buy into them, right? Because you'll earn their trust, you're going to earn their loyalty, okay? And that's what you want. And if you've got that, then these five emails are going to work super, super well, okay? So let me jump straight into the first type of email. And that is called an email blast. Uh, We also call these segmented emails. Now, this is where we send one email to many people, okay? Uh, And we may segment our email list. So rather than, let's say I've got 100,000 people on my email list, rather than sending one email to 100,000 people, I'm going to segment that list, okay? It used to be years ago, our email blast was literally one email to 100,000 people. Now we have to be a little bit more clever. We have to know about the customer and their shopping habits, and target them with relevant content and promotional offers, right? So I'm segmenting them out. For example, if I own a sports store and a client only ever bought Nike products, I'm not going to email them Adidas promotions or Reebok promotions, right? I'm just not going to do it because they're obviously very clear. They want Nike, they're a Nike brand. And so we need to sort of stay on top of our game, have to be continually working to understand our customers Uh, more and more watching their behavior online, watching what they do to make sure we've segmented them well enough to send them relevant and targeted content which will engage them, okay? Uh, But we do this with email blasts, okay, or segmented emails, which is where we send one email, like I say, to many people, and that many people is going to be all of the people in that segment. For example, back to my sports store, I would have like a Nike segment, and I'm going to send Nike stuff, uh, Nike emails to those clients, okay? Uh, and I'm going to do a number of things here in those emails. And this is this is where you'll have seen it, you know, from most companies. This is the traditional form of email marketing: are these email blasts, these blanket emails, segmented emails, where they send you know one email to you. And it's the same email they've sent to, you know, 10,000 people around the country. They generally have a catchy subject line uh, with the idea that it's immediately going to catch the attention of the customer and draw them in because you obviously want to resonate with them, right? Um, But you're going to do that, whether it's about a product or about a service. It doesn't matter. You want to show them how they're going to be transformed by using your product or service. And you're going to want to try and do that and convey that in the subject line. And the use of emojis all helps, right? So you want to go and create that catchy subject line with an emoji. You're going to want to use things like the first name in the email. Um, So, you know, we talked a few weeks ago, didn't we, about personalization, personalization of the customer experience. People like to hear their names. still, still want to see their name, still like to see their name down in the emails. You can get creative with using their names, uh, but people do like to see their name. So you'll see a catchy subject title. You'll usually see your name in the email. Um, and when you respond to customer emails like this, or when you when you personally are going to click the buy now button, think what is common to those, right? Um, you want to be personable. You want to be empathetic. Uh, You want that kind of sense of camaraderie, like they belong to your tribe. They want to know that they're being understood and you've got their best interest in mind. Think about what makes you give a brand or an email or a company that kind of trust, that credibility, that loyalty to click the email and go through to the website. Because that's the ultimate purpose of these segmented emails, is to get you to click on a link and go to the website in order to buy right? That's what we want to happen. If you haven't subscribed to a whole bunch of these emails, do. It's one of the best forms of education you can have. Just go, certainly go around your competitors, subscribe to their emails. What are they sending out? Do you think it's working? What can you learn from those email blasts? Um, How easy is it to unsubscribe? All of those kind of things. See what they do, you know, subscribe to a bunch of emails and then unsubscribe from them. What do they do? How do they manage that unsubscribe feature? What could you learn from it, okay? Because that's essential to maintaining a really great segmented email marketing list that is engaged, that has got high open rates, and that is, you know, buying stuff from you, basically. So that's email type number one. Before we go to email number two, uh, let's take a quick break and do the news. We are now going to take a few minutes to stop Pause and review this week's e-commerce news. Hey, Matt. Hey, how are we doing? (laughs)
0: We're doing okay.
1: Better than last week?
0: (laughs) Much
2: better than last week. Okay. And is your husband still wearing his safety shoes?
0: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yes, he is. Nine to five at work.
2: Okay, not at home. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. For those of you who didn't listen to last week's uh, podcast, you have no idea what we're talking about, but it was very funny. Anyway... You should listen to it. Crack on, what we got this week?
0: Okay, so I came across this um, website called beardbrand.com. Okay. Now, I don't have a beard, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not looking for any accessories <laughs> for a beard. But No uh, plans to
2: grow one soon? No, no. no. Okay.
0: <laughs> but um, I thought it was actually a cool-looking site. Mm-hmm. And um, so what they do is they sell beard grooming products.
2: Mm-hmm. Obviously.
0: Yes, obviously. And on their website, their mission is, and I quote, to make men awesome. Nice. Yeah. And so they believe that a man can be a better man mm-hmm. by using the products that they sell.
2: Is that all it takes?
0: Apparently. That's all awesome. they need is confidence mm-hmm. and a bit of self-investment.
2: So, Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's what they are uh, selling. But, um, so I know that's all a bit humorous and stuff, but what I did like about their site was that it's, um, like one, they gave really good categorized content.
2: Mm-hmm. So and we know how much you like categorized content. I do. I yeah, really yeah. do. You're you're and a big fan of it. Yep.
0: I am. And, um, especially in the way of blogs, mm-hmm. which I thought was really good because it's not just here are my products, buy them. It's more like resources as to why you should, why this is good for you, and oh,
2: okay, so these guys have a good blog as well. Yeah. Okay.
0: It's just quite well rounded, I thought, mm-hmm. and um, I think the other thing they do really well is they focus on that mission. Like as funny as it may seem to make men awesome, but they do. They pull everything back on their mm. on their site. All their content goes back to that mission. Okay. So I think Which is always just, a good thing. Yeah. So yeah, I, think I think it's, think it's actually it, yeah. actually a really good um, format. I think okay. it's... I'm going to go
2: check it out. What's yeah. the website?
0: <laughs> Beardbrand.com.
2: Okay. So we'll yeah. go have a look, see what yeah. they say. Cool. Okay. What's next? Oh, so have we finished?
0: And yeah, we, <laughs> we have okay. finished. There's nothing else I need to say on that. Okay. All right. So number two, mm-hmm. things to sell at a flea market. <laughs>
2: Okay, you know this is an e-commerce podcast, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Carry on then. <laughs>
0: the reason I brought this up is not because, um, you know, I think you should go ha- hang out at a flea market, but yeah. for someone who's starting off on their entrepreneurial journey mm-hmm. and they've got an idea of selling something, mm-hmm. a good place to test it out.
2: Is it a flea market? Could be. I would never have thought What of are that? your
0: thoughts? Is that a really bad idea?
2: No. Or is that a good idea? No, I think it's a great idea because you're dealing with people, right? And people at flea markets, they want a bargain. Um, as do most online shoppers, so I think I never would have thought of it. But no, I'll give you points for that. That's Thank a good, a good idea. Yeah, go try it at a flea market. Yeah. Okay. What sort of things?
0: Well, according to um, this one list of things that I mm-hmm. saw, um, clothing, purses, shoes, jewelry, upcycled furniture, artwork.
2: Okay, so all that you know, kind of stuff. Kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 So if I'm you're doing clothing, suggest- yeah. a flea market's a good place to go. You know what, if you, you, could, um, you could do it whereby if you've got some kind of uh, vintage-style clothing, I imagine that would be really great to get feedback on. You could even get free models. Just here, wear this, let me take a photo, and mm-hmm. then they'll give it you back. If they don't buy it. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it?
0: Item number three. Mm-hmm. Um, An online article that says, your customers will spend more on Halloween in 2019 than last
2: year. Oh well, wow. okay. Yeah. Halloween just around the corner.
0: Just around the corner, and this is an American website that I yeah. was looking at. So, what are your thoughts for um, people spending money in the UK on Halloween?
2: Oh, um, having lived in the states for a while and having seen Halloween in America and haven't seen it in the UK, it's definitely a bigger thing in the states than here in the UK. Um, and I'm intrigued actually they're saying people are spending more money on Halloween my impression is in the UK and I have no scientific data to back this up it's just an impression how many kids knock on my door every year at Halloween I kind of feel Halloween's losing its popularity slightly because of the safety aspect Mm -hmm. of it right parents just aren't willing to let their kids go and um, knock on a stranger's door anymore uh, and parents being busy often don't want to go out with their kids whilst their kids knock on doors. Um, but that said, um, if the numbers are saying that spending's going up, I imagine spending on sweets is going up. Yeah, okay, I'll take that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I think also what's going up is spending on costumes.
2: Of course. Yeah, because they have to get bigger and better every mm-hmm. year, right?
0: Yeah.
2: You can't just put a white sheet, cut some eyes out, yeah, and yeah. a pillowcase anymore. It's not allowed.
0: Yeah, and I think also with social media, when you're seeing other people, like what other mm-hmm. people are up to, it's inspiring to try and
2: keep with it the Joneses. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's inspiring, but okay. Yeah, yeah. they feel inspired. Yeah yeah, 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 totally.
0: Yes, social media and e-commerce and Halloween. Mm-hmm. I think um, that when consumers see their e-commerce brands mm-hmm. interacting with mm-hmm. them on social media and kind of getting they're not just a brand who sells x y and z they are also getting involved with everyday life
2: so they're getting involved in halloween, halloween and they're whatever on other media, yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: and but it um, humanizes
2: the brand right it
0: humanizes the brand yeah and i think that's really great for Engagement as Mm -hmm. well. Like, so they might, you know, some brand might be all dressed up in their Halloween gear, but then the next day when Halloween's over, Mm -hmm. some people might think, Oh, I really like those guys and the way they did things and how fun they were, and they'll probably be more attracted to them.
2: Yeah, yeah. that's true. Actually, get on it with Halloween. And the cool thing about Halloween is, um, and I don't think we do this particularly well in the UK. Maybe they do it better in the States. Halloween is obviously several weeks before Black Friday, right? And because retail sales are getting pushed further and further back towards Black Friday, it could be, I've seen it with a lot of companies actually, who are now starting to use it as a a way in to try and get those pre-Black Friday sales. Um, So you could take advantage of of Halloween um, from an offer or promotional point of view to try and drum in those sales. Especially if you're in a nation or a country that actually does Halloween. I appreciate there's a lot around the world that don't, um, but if yours does, then, you know, definitely be thinking about it. Geez, you know, what have you got to lose?
0: All right, then. Um, I guess all that there's left to say now is happy Halloween.
2: Indeed. Have a happy Halloween.
0: Thank you. Thank you too.
1: That's the news. So now let's get back to it. Okay. So before the news, we looked at our first email type, which we called the email blast or segmented emails. The second email type, which I think is essential to your e-commerce email marketing campaigns, and you know what? Even after the news, that's still not easy to say, Um, but is essential to your uh, email marketing is uh, sequence emails, right? Or email sequences. Now, what do I mean by these? Uh, You will have come across them many, many times, right? So email blasts is where, um, if you remember, we send one email to a whole bunch of people, right? Email sequences are where we send one email to one person, which is triggered by a behavior or an action taken by that person, okay? So the classic example, would, which you've seen a lot, is the abandoned cart email, right? So I come to the website, I put stuff in my cart, for whatever reason, um, I don't buy it. So the system then triggers because I've behaved in a certain way, i.e. I've not purchased the goods that I've put in my cart, after an hour or two hours or three hours, it's gonna send me an email, one email to one person, right? And that email is gonna say, hey, Matt, listen, it's great to see you on the site. We noticed you've put some stuff in your shopping basket. Here's just a reminder of what you've got in there. It is still in your basket. Just click this link now, you'll go back to the website and see it all magically appear in your basket. It's not disappeared. Go ahead, have a go, see what happens, right? So that might be the first email. But the cool thing about sequences is you don't is you don't just have to do it once. You can actually program now with a lot of these email um, systems, multiple emails. So for example, with the abandoned cart, we might say, right, if the person puts stuff in their cart and doesn't buy, then after an hour, I want you to send this email, right? Now, if they don't click the link in that email after a day, I want you to send them another email. And in that email, I want to do this, 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 and this, right? And it may be after three days, if they've not gone back to the website and purchased still, maybe what I want to do is in the third email, send them a coupon code, which gives them 10% off or a gift with purchase or free delivery or something to help them come back uh, and buy the goods, right? So my actions and my behaviors as a customer are determining what is happening with those email sequences, okay? And these email sequences are great because you can gradually build interest and trust with your customers. As well as enticing them back with things like abandoned carts, you can do email sequences, for example, around your on-ramps. To help build that trust. So maybe someone comes to you and you or they come to your website and they're not ready to buy your main product, but they're happy to give you, you their email to download some content, um, which is high value content, which is going to help them de- to decide whether or not to buy your product, right? You're on ramping them. You're sort of leading them in and you can do that with email sequences. So day one, you, you know, you might, well, let's pick an example, right? So let's say, uh, we have a website selling camera equipment. There's camera equipment on the desk in front of me. And, um, you know, we've got this really beautiful, expensive camera setup for those that want to do videos for their website. Okay. And it's about, I don't know, three grand. And so if I come to that website and look at that and it's three grand, that's a lot of investment. And I'm kind of thinking, oh, do I want to invest three grand. I don't know. But what you've got on the course as well is like you've got, hey, a, a course on there, an online course or some on-ramp some material which says, listen, this is a free online course, the 12 essential things you need to know in setting up your own recording studio um, to create videos for your online store, right? So you've got a title like that. And so whilst I think, well, three grand's a lot of money, that interests me because I want to know what that course has got to say. What are the 12 key things that I know, right? So maybe day one, you send me an email just saying, hey, um, listen, the first thing you need to know is it doesn't have to be crazy. You can shoot all this with an iPhone and blah, blah, blah. And you've given me some high value content. But, you know, there are reasons why people might want to spend more or invest more and we'll tell you more about that tomorrow. And then the next day you give me a case study of uh, a customer who came to you and you know they went through a particular transformation they had really bad videos on their website and now they've got really great videos because they bought this kit and this is their story, right? Day three might be a video showing me how to connect all the equipment together and how easy it is. Dave, Do you see what I mean? And so you go through these sort of 12 days. Every day I get an email. And um, so that, that on-ramp uh, is a brilliant way to use email sequences to engage customers to get them to a point where they're ready to buy, okay? So we've got things like abandoned carts, We've got things like on-ramping. I think you can look at things like uh, new customers. So when someone's a new customer, if it's the first time they've purchased from you, set up an email sequence where you send out a series of emails over a week or two just saying, hey, it's great to have you. Here's a bit about us. Here's our values. Maybe here's a charity we support. Um, here's how to use the product you've purchased from us. Here's what somebody has said about the products you've purchased from us. And here's, you know, 10 tips on how to maximize the benefits of the product you've purchased from us, right? So you you just want to get them involved in you with you as a company and and, and buying into your your values, your culture, um, and so on and so forth, right? It's brilliant. So you want to do that with new customers. You you want to do it with abandoned carts. You want to do it with all kinds of on-ramps. So another example, at Jersey, we offer a try before you buy promotion. So customers can pick from a list of samples that we send them for free before they buy the main product, right? We on-ramp them uh, by offering free samples. And based on their choice of samples, we are going to send them a particular sequence to help them understand what it is they've got, how it works, and what's best for them. And we'll do that over a series of five to seven emails using email sequences. So email sequences are very targeted. They're based on your customer's behavior, and it's one email to one person. Okay, And so between email blasts and email sequences, that's where most e-marketing sort of happens, that's where most of your email marketing should be and you should think about it, it's where a lot of the power is. But let me tell you, there are three other types of emails that you need to add to your email marketing campaign, which I don't think many people take advantage of, right? And I don't understand why, because they're just brilliant. The third type then, uh, um, where you can start to do stuff a little bit different, a bit guerrilla warfare if you like, the third type are the Transactional emails. Now, a transactional email is an email that is triggered, again, by the behavior of somebody on your website, but it is in response to them buying products from you. For example, someone comes along, they buy the $3,000 camera setup to the video. So think of the emails that happen automatically after that, right? And these are emails that customers actually are waiting to receive. And this is why they're so powerful. They are waiting to receive the order confirmation. The, the email which says, I have received your order. It is getting processed. You're in safe hands, right? They all want that email. The amount of calls that I, 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 you know, been around companies all over the world. When you listen to the customer service, a lot of those requests from customer service was, did you actually get my order? Because I didn't get the email confirmation, Okay. In other words, this is the one email your customers are actually waiting for. They want it in their inbox. They are looking for it. So, you know, if they're looking for it, you know, they're going to open it, you know, they're going to read it, you've got their attention. Whereas with your marketing emails, you know, you're doing really well if, say, 10 or 20% of uh, your customers read those emails, but every single one, let me tell you, reads that transactional email. So you can make the most of it. So the emails which says, thanks for your order. The email which says, you know what, your order is on the way. The email which even says your order has now been delivered. Um, And the email which I think you can send as a transactional email is the asking for a review email. So those four emails, you may have more, you may have less, but the bare bones of it, those four transactional emails are a great opportunity, let me tell you, for some well-thought-out upselling and cross-selling on your products and on your brand. Remember, the customer has already got a level of trust because they have just bought from you, right? So they are more likely to click through to your site. They are looking for this email. They are definitely going to read that content. So make sure you've got some upselling, some cross-selling that is relevant to the customer and adds value to their life, okay? Super, super essential, okay? So do make the most of your transactional emails. The fourth essential email to your email marketing Um, again, you know, what's going to have the biggest impact, your email blast, your segmented emails, right? The next one is going to be your email sequences. The next one is going to be your transactional emails. And the one after that, the, the number four on my list, again, oh, let me tell you how many times these emails have been forgotten and neglected. They are simply your customer service emails. Okay, now these emails are really important in helping you retain your customers and build a loyal customer base. These are emails that have been written by customers to you because they want you to answer one of their questions. Okay, so guess what? Just like the transactional emails, they are waiting for you to respond. They're waiting for those customer service emails to come through. They are so not, well, how can I put this? If you send emails to people who use Google Mail, and let's face it, a lot of your customers are going to use Google Mail, your email blasts, guess where they go? In the promotions tab, so they become harder to read for your customer, right? To grab their attention. Customer service emails, nine times out of 10, always go straight to their inbox. So not only is your customer waiting for them, but they're much more likely to be get, get seen, especially for Gmail users, right? So this is... Pfft, this is what we call gold mine real estate space, right? This is high-value real estate space. Now, you might not be sending many customer service emails out every day. You may send 100 of those emails versus, say, 10,000 um, email blasts. But this is why they're number four on the list and not number one, but they are super, super critical. And you can do some really great stuff on those customer service emails in terms of cross-selling, upselling. You can get personal, you can you know they can understand who you are as a company, get to know your values. Uh, I mean, there's all kinds of things you can do here and give them really targeted offers. you know, if someone sends a customer service email, when you write back, you know, Jeans come in, asked a question. You go, hey, Gene, listen, I notice um, you've been on our site quite a bit. You're a super value customer. Not only do I want to solve, you know, or answer the question to which you've emailed in, but I've just noticed you are such a great customer of ours. Really want to appreciate you. I am sending you a free gift in the post. It's going to come out. It's going to get sent out today. That's on me totally free of charge, no problem. By the way, because we're sending that out, if you want us to add this to the box, I know you've purchased it in the past because I'm already sending it out anyway, I'll pass the saving on to you on the shipping so you can get an extra five bucks off. Um, All you've got to do is click here, order before 4 p.m. and use this code and i know it will get sent out in the same box. Everyone's a winner, right? I mean, it's a beautiful thing, okay? So that's number four. Number five, Uh, again, I don't think this uh, is as fruitful as number four. I don't think it's going to be as fruitful as number three. You get the point, right? There is an order to this. But again, it's one of the, for me, it's it's one of these opportunities you just take advantage of because you never know where it leads. It's your email footer. And what do I mean by that? Every time you send an email out to somebody, right? Whether it's a supplier, whether it's a prospective supplier, whether it's your aunt, your uncle, whatever emails you send from your work address, you normally have a signature at the bottom of those emails. Your email signature, put some marketing material in those email signatures. Let me tell you, I cannot, well, I've not tried to add up, and I probably should do at one point, how many tens of thousands of pounds of business have come my way based on what I wrote in those email signatures, right? It is genuinely Amazing real estate space. Everyone's opening up those emails. Everyone's reading it. Everyone's getting involved. Put something in there which is of high value to the person that's opening it. And not just, you know, a big fat sales pitch, but high value content. You can put in seasonal offers, link to resources on your website, an event that you're hosting. I mean, the list is endless. Okay. But definitely use your email stationery. So, those are the five essential emails that I think you need for your e commerce email marketing campaign. I guarantee you, most people listening to this podcast will be doing one of them. Some of you will be doing none of them. You're the slapworthy people, let me tell you. Most of you will be doing one of them. A few of you will be doing two of them, which will be the blasts and the sequences. I don't think many of you be doing all five. So I want you to take the ones which you're not doing. When you get to the office, when you sat in front of your computer today, spend 10 minutes sketching out a strategy that you can use in each of those five areas and get to work. Let me tell you, because in this digital age, we have so many different forms and modes of communication now with WhatsApp and email and social media. We've got Slack. We've got, I mean, everything's going on, right? Um, And as many different channels as we have, email is still the most popular, right? Targeted email is still the most relevant and effective form of marketing because you're getting straight to the consumer, straight to the customer, okay? So... Think about those five areas, make sure it is working for you, plan your strategy and let me know how you get on. I would love to subscribe to your email list and see how you're getting on. So do drop me a line, let me know, let me know where I can subscribe and I will definitely sign up Um, and maybe even give you some feedback on what I think you could do to improve it. So yeah, just get in touch. And If you want to know how to get in touch with me, um, head on over to the website mattedmondson.com All my social media profiles are on there, including Instagram, which I'm loving at the moment. But you can connect with me on Facebook. LinkedIn's also really good. Uh, You can connect with me on LinkedIn to search Matt Edmondson. I will come up. um, That is for sure. So I hope you've got something out of this. I hope this is all clear to you. Clear as daylight. Like I said, there are notes on the website at mattedmondson.com. You can check out those notes. We'll put those on for you. But get working on those five essential emails. Let me know how you get on. And if your business goes up significantly as a result, you can buy me a pint. All right. Thanks for listening. I'll see you in the next show.
0: You've been listening to the Curiosity Podcast with Matt Edmondson. Subscribe and join us next time as we carry on conversations about all things e-commerce and digital business.